Hey guys, Daisy here. Um, welcome to another episode of The Seed. This is going to be a solo episode this time. I know Kristen has done a solo episode in the past. I know you guys really love that. Um, I never thought solo episodes would necessarily be a thing I did. Not for any reason other than other than I like to form and process through things in union with someone else, in conversation with someone else. I think my mental processing happens very much as sort of a game of ping pong, right? Like I toss a thought out, somebody hits it back. And it comes at a slightly different angle. And then I hit it back again. And the conversation just keeps on progressing that way. And that's super evident in all of our podcast episodes that me and Kristen do. But we're trying something new this week. Because I want to give this a try. I want to leave my comfort zone a little bit. And I feel like this could be cool. So I very much am going to be processing through and forming thoughts and opinions on the spot in this episode. This is not a pre-planned episode. And I mean, they never are when me and Kristen do them together anyway. But I feel like typically when something is a solo episode, it needs to be a little bit planned out and please give me some grace because I actually have no clue where this is going to go. I'm just going to lean into how I've been feeling these past few days, some of the experiences that have been coming up for me, trying to articulate them to you guys, and maybe that can give words to what someone else is experiencing or how someone else is feeling or something along those lines and... You can feel less alone. I can feel less alone. It reminds us we are all one. It reminds us we are all the same. And no struggle is unique. Yeah, so I'm going to get kind of vulnerable with a lot of things that are happening in my personal life in this episode. And I wasn't sure going into this how vulnerable I actually wanted to get or how open I wanted to be about all of this. So, And I'm still not really sure. So we will see what comes out as we go and what I keep in once I edit. But this past year has been a fucking trip for me. I have had so many lessons come up this year. And I, like a lot of people, entered 2023 saying, this is going to be my year. This is going to be the breakthrough year where a lot of cool things start happening for me. And I think the reason this year has been extra challenging is that it really actually kind of started out that way. It started out with so much promise, so many things were seemingly going my way, and all of a sudden it all started untangling. And I couldn't help but sort of spiral when that all started happening and wondering, well, what is it that I'm doing wrong? Or what is it that I'm putting out into the world that this is what is being reflected back to me? Um, you know, as we've talked about on this podcast many times, 
this isn't always true, but oftentimes what we manifest into our reality is a projection of our deep-rooted beliefs of our value, of what we think we deserve, of what feels safe. And I've just really been contemplating why do these things keep on happening? To give a little more context, one of the layers of how this played out was me thinking I got... A dream job opportunity. This remote job where I was going to be able to travel while I work, no restrictions, no limitations. I would be able to make a full-time income while also exploring and experiencing life and feeling free and not feeling tied to anything. Two things that are really important to me in that were financial security and freedom to be able to experience life how I want to experience it and the way that this job ended up actually unfolding is neither of those things have been true for me and I had plans to go to Paris that I know we've talked about on this podcast before Um, that fell through because traveling was actually not something that we could freely do at this job which is okay. It was something I was still, you know, open to being okay with as long as it could sometimes be the case, right? Or as long as I still had the flexibility to move wherever I wanted to move. Um, Then I also slowly started to realize, like, this job is not providing me the financial security that I was seeking from it either. And things were unfolding so, so slowly, which is something I really struggle with a lot, is feeling like I'm this person whose mind runs at a mile a minute, who wants things to move quickly. Physically, I am always, you know, pacing around, moving around. My friend Agni, who's been on this podcast, like, describes it as I have the zoomies. I'm just a quick moving, kind of quick thinking person. And so it is a interesting kind of torture to feel like the past few years of your life have felt like forced slowness. And I've really been trying to sit with that this year because I think in past years I've viewed this as I'm being punished in some way for something or I'm not doing enough and that's why things are unfolding slowly and I've been trying to kind of shift my perspective on that this year in maybe just embracing that there's a lesson in slowness and that's something that keeps repeating itself in my life because I haven't learned it yet, that I haven't learned patience yet (laughs) and that when I try to forcefully go against This lesson of mine, when I try to forge forward, when I try to make things go quickly, I end up back in the same place. And there's really a moment that happened to me recently that really highlighted this to me, that surrender is truly the only way to learn this lesson and to get through this. And the surrender can't come from a place of, I'm surrendering because I know once I do, things will move more quickly. 
no, because that's not true surrender. But surrendering from a place of trust in that things are working out exactly how they are supposed to be and in my favor. And I'm going to speak from the eye because I know, of course, this isn't the case in every situation. There's so much nuance. Um, some things are really urgent to get out of. But in my case, I can confidently say this is not, you know, a life-threatening situation. This is not an emergency. And what happened? So this job of mine has really been unfolding way, way slower than I could ever imagine it to unfold. To the point where I am, I started to really get panicky about like, well, how am I going to afford the things I need to afford right now? Also me needing to delay so many of the things that I, I needed to do or wanted to do by this point already. And getting really stressed out about that. And the other day, I had a moment of just laughing at the situation. And truly, genuinely reaching a point where I was able to go, <laughs> you know what? Whatever happens, it's okay. And I went to sleep that night. Normally, I'd probably be up all night anxious, mind running about this. I just went to sleep that night and I was like, it's fine, whatever. It was a moment of like true, I am throwing in the towel. I don't care what happens next. <laughs> and I've been seeking out other job opportunities um, in the meantime, just because I need to look at other options, whether it's just an added stream of income um, or just a job to replace this one that I'm at entirely. After this night that I had, I woke up the next morning <laughs> I got responses from three different jobs that I applied to wanting to set up an interview. I got a client for my own business, my own practice that I've been doing on the side, a new client. And I also had a new client at the job that had been moving really slowly. And it was like this energetic shift of all of a sudden, all of these things were now able to reach me because... I wasn't looping in this headspace and in this belief of I am being tortured and everything unfolds slowly and this is all my fault and this is what I deserve and blah, 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 blah. All of this started to come to me when I said, it doesn't fucking matter. I'm over it. Whatever the outcome is, the outcome is. <laughs> And that has been so hard for me to do. And once I reached that point, everything changed. And now none of these things are, are solidified things just yet. But just seeing that energetic shift was such a validating experience and such a... It really drove home the lesson for me that patience and surrender in a time when you feel like you are being tested is really the only way through. And it has to be a genuine form of patience and surrender it can't be forced surrender it can't be like i'm gonna f pretend i'm surrendering or fake it till i make it until i feel like i can actually surrender it has to be you have to play the lesson all the way through i can't help but think that this whole situation is working in my favor in the same ways previous things like this have worked in my favor. So me and Kristen have talked about the way we met, how it was at a job we hated, yada, yada, yada. I remember for years I questioned, like, oh, why do I stay at this job? I hate this job. Why did I take this job in the first place? 
truly, if I hadn't taken that job, my life would be so different. I wouldn't be doing this podcast, which who knows what the future of this is going to be. I wouldn't have met Kristen, who is literally my sister that I can't imagine my life without. And so it's like in these dark moments, which I know we've talked about many times on this podcast, there is something happening and working for us. And I know that's the case right now. And I don't know what it is that's happening behind the scenes, but I know the me a few years from now is looking back at me in this moment and saying, oh my gosh, like, of course that didn't work out. Or of course things were moving slowly. That had to happen so that this new thing could find me. This new thing could happen to me. This thing that was meant for me and so aligned with me and for me. I've just recently found a new appreciation for tests because once you figure it out and lean into it, it's kind of fun. It's like the same feeling as when you finally solve a riddle or a puzzle. It's just that like, ah, I get it moment. And I truly can say that I think after this, things are going to be very different. And even if they aren't, I'm okay with that. Through this really challenging year of my life, it's brought up a lot of my shadow. And I started to really notice that there was sort of a difference in a couple of different shadow aspects that have been feeling really triggered for me during this time. Like, I can pinpoint certain things that I feel shame around that feel egocentric, so like aligned with who I am and how I view myself. And then there's things I feel shame around that almost feel egodystonic and not aligned with my view of myself. And I think it's really challenging, it's been really challenging for me at least, to navigate the different triggers I've been feeling around these shadow aspects of mine because of this discrepancy, and specifically the egodystonic ones. Because I think those are the ones that make you question your reality. And I'll be a little bit more specific because I, I realize this probably sounds super abstract, super convoluted. And I'm about to get very vulnerable in sharing some of the things that I feel shame around. So my egosyntonic shadow aspect that I can pinpoint. So again, a shadow piece, something about me that I have grown to feel shame around, but that also feels aligned with who I am. An example of that for me is my emotional nature. It was something I grew up being told you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, being told it was a bad thing, but me also realizing, yes, this is something that I consider true about myself. I am emotional. This has been easier for me to come to terms with and to own. To be like, yeah, I am emotional over the years and be able to reclaim that as a beautiful thing. Now, there's other shadow aspects that are not as easy for me to claim because they don't feel aligned with who I am example of this is being made to feel like I am stupid and I feel like this played out a lot in you know family dynamics when maybe somebody would tune out while I'm talking to them or um, I would be really misunderstood or maybe something that I share with my family is like brushed off and they're just like yeah haha okay made to be that like the things I'm bringing up are not true or they're trivial or whatever. 
that is something I feel deep shame around, this feeling of like stupidity. Like I, I never want to be viewed as stupid. And at the same time, that is something that doesn't align with my view of myself. And so it's harder for me to accept and show that unconditional love to that Kristen has spoken about in her solo episode and, you know, her whole realization that accepting all parts of us is the way to to be. Even the parts that are ugly, it's just loving it. But it's hard for me to love a piece of me or a piece that feels shame when I don't truly think that aligns with who I am. And of course, things like that are subjective too, right? Like there might be someone out there who who thinks I'm stupid and then someone else out there who thinks I'm the smartest person they know. But so feeling such a deep shadow or shame around that with very close relationships in your life, such as your family, right? And then you having that opposite experience, proof of my intelligence, and there's still a piece of me that feels shame around stupidity. Even though I can confidently say, I know that I don't believe that about myself. And I've been struggling with, well, how do I integrate this part of myself then? And it's been being triggered a lot lately because of the work situation, because I think with everything unfolding so slowly for me, I've started to seek out reasons why that might be. And my brain has been going, well, maybe then, maybe I am not that intelligent. Maybe that's the reason. And then there's also the part of me that's like, no, you are. But then I'm like, okay, but how else could I explain this then? And it's been a very interesting ride for me and I don't know that I've fully found the answer to this and I'd be so curious to know if anybody else relates. It's questioning of how do I continue to unconditionally love myself when there's pieces of myself I need to love or need to learn how to love that don't actually feel like myself. And what does that mean? Does that mean needing to put that down because that's not actually me? That's not actually authentic to my understanding of me? Does that mean letting it in anyway? Loving it anyway? Because even if that is a possibility, that's still something that deserves love. Does that mean letting go of labels of not worrying? Because none of that matters anyway. And that my worth isn't held in my intelligence, even though that's clearly where the shame around that comes from in the first place. Is that worth was very much tied to how well can you do in school? How smart are you? How well can you speak about a certain topic? How much information do you know? I'd love to hear your thoughts, and this is a short and sweet episode. It's kind of just a brain dump of mine, so um, anyway, I'd love, 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 love to hear any of your thoughts or any of your feedback on this, Um, and thank you, as always, for being here. Mwah!